sensual and hardcore. I think they said yeah. Introducing your hosts, let's give it up for the prescription fill-in, smart slaying, cowboy boot-wearing son of a gun, make some noise for Doc Haas. Because the great don't need to be goaded into greatness. They seek it out, they crave it. They dare the entire locker room to come after them, just like I'm going to seek you out. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Nope, it's just our third man. Johnny Smarks, Smarks. Who said you can speak while there's a microphone in my head? And here is your host with the most, the baby face of podcasting, J.C. Bones. Let's make one thing clear. I don't watch this business. This business watches me. Sit back and enjoy your dose of kayfabe consumption as you listen to the fourth wall and what up fam welcome to your one-stop shop for all things sports music pro wrestling and so much more welcome to the fourth wall cast you can find us right here every sunday on the fourth wall pop network i am your host with the most the baby face of podcasting jay seabones and as always, I'm accompanied by my two tag team partners. First, introducing the tall, dark, and handsome. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Johnny Smarks. Oh, oh I you, knew you, he was going to do that. You, you saw Doc smile as if I was going to say his name. Or he's taking a selfie. Are you taking yeah, a Doc's selfie, taking Doc? a selfie. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention to you. Wow, oh, shit. What a tool. Oh, who shit. Takes, who takes selfies while they record? Uh, I was the first one. To <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Sparky, what's up, my man? How you doing? Nothing. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Believe it or not, you know, you would think that like everyone would have like a, I don't know, like a like a sob story right now. And obviously, it's it's a pretty tough time in the, for the world. And I almost said America, but hold on, I'm gonna take another selfie. And um, <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm here with my beautiful fiance and our awesome dog and. We're both teaching from home and getting some stuff down around here and just kind of hanging out, man, um, staying home, being as safe as possible. And I don't want to get political or anything, but I just want to say this once. Stay the fuck home. Stay the fuck home. You assholes. Yeah, because... The ones who don't stand with the ones that are ruining it for all, all the rest of us. I went for a hike. Oh, wait, wait, Smarky, did you hear oh, something? Oh, there's someone else here. Oh, oh, wait, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that the, beautiful the other guy, hair. The other guy on our podcast introducing that guy, Doc. Oh, that guy, my Doc God. Haas. I am that guy. That, that guy. I am that guy. guy. Look at this guy. I'm a fantastic guy. Look at this guy. So Doc, um, the, the, the what up, baby? Doc, the, the fans want to know: Are you a little more calm as you uh, compared to last week? Or have you calmed down since then? Calmed down a little bit since then. Um, I think I've adjusted myself to this. Excuse me, cabin fever, fever a little bit. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. 
no, it's it's crazy. It is it's spreading a lot. You know, there's a lot of it. We knew there was going to be a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really not like worried or anything. I'm not worried for my well-being and really in the slightest. Um, I know people are going to get unlucky and they're our age and die. And it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it or, or you can do about it. And, uh, you know, you hope you're not in that category. But outside of that, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you know resting myself. I'm, I'm not someone who's really scared of death, man. Like I'm really not. Like Doc, there people... is something we can do about it, though. <laughs> no, 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 Stay no. the Stay fuck home. home. <laughs> is that your? Are you doing an impression of somebody? No. Oh. no. I just wanted to get right up on my mic. I'm even gonna get the pot filter out of the way and clip my mic. Stay the fuck home. Ooh. What a world of difference. But anyway, I, I, I've only been out. Uh, we had a, I, I, my, uh, my, my wife's not working right now, so she's in charge of, of keeping the house stocked. No, she's not in charge of it, but she went out earlier to see. Shit, um, house stocked. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Once again, I'm glad Gabby does not listen to our show. Oh, oh man. Uh, She's been awesome, and I've been shopping too. And they've done all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, a real man would do all the shopping for the household. What's that? I said a real man would do all the shopping for the household. She don't want me doing all the shopping for you. How much shit I would fuck up? I bring back whatever I want, and be <laughs> freaking ridiculous. Oh, I bought man. twenty packs of Oreos, Gab. <laughs> all right, guys. We so- did get some Oreo. Oh no, 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 no! Speaking oh, oh. of Oreos, I had. Oreo ice cream the other night. Oh, Ooh, I've had that before. Oh, so good. dude, that was some shit, dude. All right, hold on. And I'm going to go off on a for, subject now. I ran out of Oreo ice cream. Mm. Now I have peanut butter ice cream. Ooh. Guys, peanut butter. Right, oh. right before the quarantine, um, our shop right had Talente gelato on sale. It was like three for five. Ooh. I don't know if you've ever had it. First of all, made in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Second of all, oh, my God. Which shop right? You go to the one on 37 or is that too far from you? The one on 37 is the best shop right in Ocean County. But no, we go to the one uh, south of there. Gotcha. Because what in Manhawken? No, no. There's there's three between Thomas River and Manhawken. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah, we go to shop right too. We go to the Neptune shop right. That's a great shop right. I like the Neptune shop right. Mm. It's a good shout out Neptune shop, right? Shout you know out. what it is? Shout out. You have there's two competing families, right? There's a Saker and a Pearl Mutters, right? And they're both very different, and you can tell which one you walk into right away. Wait, between who, the Sakers, who? the Saker shop rights and the Pearl Mutter shop rights. I never the do the Pearl Mutters own the world class shop rights? I think so. I th- no no that's Saker. Is it Pearl Mutter or Pearl Mutter? Are you pronouncing that wrong? It's Pearl Mutter. I know that because they are they are liquid people. They're liquid people. Fucking yeah. liquid people. Fucking liquid. Stop liquid. having weddings. Okay. In, Stop in the having again. weddings. Liquid people. I'm ashamed of my hometown and of my people. Oh my They're God. fucking idiots. Liquid. For those of you that don't, you know are that not aren't... above. No, 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 Doc. Or not Doc. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, Bones. Go, go, go. I got this. Go. 
You are not above the law. You are not above anyone else. You are Jewish just like me. You are a human being just like me. You do not get to make your own fucking rules by putting fucking police officers and emergency response people in danger because you think God has your way. Great. God would want you to stay at home and postpone your shit. This is why that town fucking sucks right now. Get the fuck over yourselves. You are not above anyone else wow and that's coming from a fellow jew from a fellow town okay so fuck you lakewood no not fuck you lakewood i love lakewood fuck you the ultra-religious community of lakewood that's what i have to say he's talking about the jewish community by the way the ultra-religious jewish community and no i'm not anti-semitic and no two my two co-hosts here are not anti-semitic either but we you know what we have that they don't have common fucking sense it's a problem it comes down to is it was just it's one group of people that ruins it for everyone else what smarky's talking about fam is as you all know with this current pandemic large gatherings including weddings and private parties have been postponed i work in the wedding industry primarily all of my wedding gigs for the next three months are rescheduled postponed or canceled so i have no gigs at least until june at this point so what happened is in the past seven days, there have been three weddings in Lakewood shut down that we know by about. the cops that we know of all in Lakewood. Are they, and are they still going to school too? Apparently. What? what did they, they haven't closed their schools either? Someone, someone posted on Facebook today uh, a picture of them rolling by one of the schools in the Lakewood Industrial Park and there were just there were minivans outside the whole thing. Oh Murphy, sh- Murphy should arrest them. They should arrest them all. Murphy, Murphy is give scared. him their order to Murphy arrest them all. Murphy is scared of them because th- he thinks that they're just going to cry anti-Semitism. Well, listen, Governor Murphy, from it's one Jew, from one Jew here who grew up in that community, it's all a scare tactic. Go after them. Yeah. The federal government did. You saw how many got arrested a year or two years ago for tax evasion. Do it. Unbelievable. Us who are native to the town have been waiting for the government to fight back for 20, 30 years now. You know what it is? And, and it's it's a shame. And I've said this to people. I've said it to you, too. But it's a shame that my family had to move out of town because we weren't Jewish enough. What the fuck is that? Sorry, guys. I'm angry today. I'm Doc today. I'm, I'm Doc today. <laughs> That's, That's cool. Fine. Take it, baby. Cool. What? Just because wow. we don't we don't adhere to your standards of Judaism by what you call being modest, which if you were modest, you would follow the fucking rules. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not Jewish enough. That's why we moved out. And the town was going to shit. Yeah, we moved out because we knew to write on the wall and we wanted to get as much money for our house as we could. But they, been- they, they probably should have waited even longer because they would have made they would have made even more money, my mom and my mom and stepdad, if they would have waited another five years. My parents made a shit ton of money. Um, Yo, Doc, I'm so sad your house burnt down. My house did burn down. Oh, my God, really? The house I grew up in burnt down. I'm pretty sure, I know, I'm pretty sure Jewish people bought it, and they were renting it out, and a good buddy of mine that lived across the street, boy, Eddie Robes, shout out. Robes, he Robes! He told me that there were some shady people living in there, thought there was a lot of drugs going on, so there there could have been something along, like, you know, like, uh, you know, like just negligence starting a fire or it just could have been them setting the house on fire to build a new house, you know? Right. You know, but I wonder if they did. I should drive past there. Oh, wait, no. 
I get fucking coronavirus. Guys, let's move on. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, Smarky. Your audio was cut in and out, but... Oh, I, I clipped my mic. Yeah, I, I think we get the drift. Fucking coronavirus. Anyway, guys, <laughs> we have a fun-filled show for the fam today. We actually have a watch-along segment. As we've mentioned in the past, Smarky really here has never watched WCW World Championship Wrestling. So tonight... Now, now that's uh, a generalization. I have watched some, but I, I know nothing about it. I, I know a lot of wrestlers. You don't know any of the stories? I, I mean, I know a bit Feuds? about the NWO. Mm-hmm. Feud-wise, not really. Mm-hmm. All I, you know... I know there are a few that didn't come over that I like. Like, I, I know he was a mid-card jobber, but I want to watch Disco Inferno. What is he all about? Dude, I'm excited <laughs> for you. I'm excited for when we get to hit to the point where he gets to see, like, uh, Jericho and Benoit and Eddie and Ray Mysterio in their youth. Yep. You know, oh, and you know, and the feuds between uh, Benoit and Eddie and Jericho and Malenko and yep. all of them, dude. They're uh, dude, Great stuff, man. Yeah. You definitely are in for uh, quite the treat. So tonight, we are going to watch the first ever WCW Monday Nitro from September 4th, 1995, live from the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota. But before we get to that, guys, I want to talk to you about uh, the current road to WrestleMania. Uh, Fam, just so you guys know, this is going to be more of a wrestling-centric show today. Uh, We're back to our roots, guys. Back to our roots. But listen, it's WrestleMania of, season. As of today, there have been nine, maybe ten superstars that have been quarantined and will no longer be involved in WrestleMania. Allow me to read you the list Cesaro, Asuka, Dana Brooke, Rey Mysterio, Buddy Murphy, The Miz. Andrade, Daniel Bryan, and huh. Roman Reigns. Huh. Huh. Well, all right. So Roman Reigns makes sense. He's immunocompromised because yep. of his leukemia. Daniel Bryan makes sense, and he makes sense because he lives in um, Seattle, and that is a very, very big hotspot for this uh, for this virus. I thought they live in Arizona. Mm, I thought they lived in Seattle. Did um, they move to Arizona? I haven't watched Total Bellas to give you guys an update. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I don't watch Total Bellas because I'm a man. But um, anyways. <laughs> Zing. Zing, right? Um, but, uh, I mean, kick, I don't know how you guys feel about this. And I, a lot of my friends think this, but just cancel. At yeah. this point, just cancel it and do it right. SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam, give oh me WrestleMania. Right. Or just do WrestleMania like after SummerSlam, and like why are we worried about storylines here? He rewrites storylines all the time, and Vince never has problems of putting super showdowns and like those super showdown Saudi Arabia shows. He never has problems like jamming those into the middle of the busy WWE network special right. schedule. Right. So why are we having such a hard time with the movie of WrestleMania? This is just Vince being a stubborn old boomer. That's what this is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. With, 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 hold on, Smart. With these names that I listed, it's like Roman Reigns. That, that totally defeats the Universal Championship picture now because now Roman Reigns is pulled out of that match. 
uh, this Friday on SmackDown, Gulak was going to face Nakamura, and the winner, if, if Gulak won, Daniel Bryan gets an Intercontinental title shot at Mania against Sami Zayn. If Daniel, if DB is going to be quarantined, there goes our IC title match. Yep. They, were, they were supposed to determine the number one contenders for the SmackDown tag titles. If The Miz is quarantined, there goes our SmackDown tag title match. So what the fuck do we have left? If Andrade's out, even though Andrade uh, was originally supposed to face Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title, Mysterio got quarantined. Then Andrade was going to be in a Raw tag team title match with Angel Garza. Now Andrade is quarantined. So that's four championship matches, five championship matches that are off the fucking card for WrestleMania. And so, And you're... Your Latin wrestlers right now are the show. You're right. I love right. Angel Garza. I, I, I love Humberto. Mm-hmm. I love I love Andrade. Yeah, they are really. Yeah. They're, I do they enjoy are their definitely work. Definitely the most fun to watch, and also character wise too. Humberto, eh, he needs some work, but character wise, like I love Angel. I love the team of Angel Garza and Andrade. I just love Angel Garza. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, I find him to be very funny and too. They need to do a love gimmick a love story with angel garza and charlie caruso you see how he is with her whenever she interviews him yep. backstage i fucking yep. love that it's awesome it's so cool when they get like the the uh announcers and the uh what well, not the announcers the backstage interviewers backstage in- interviewers thank you uh involved like they used to do back with the fink and mean gene oakland and shit like that i like that uh so. thought question proposition Mm-hmm. What if Vince is just doing? Apparently, they've taped most of the WrestleMania matches already. I believe what, yesterday and today. So we're yeah. recording this on Friday, so Thursday, Friday, I think. They what? What if Vince is just doing this right, and eventually they cancel WrestleMania, and this footage becomes some sort of lost archive footage that they can use, you know, in ten the years lost, in the network. The, the lost, lost WrestleMania. WrestleMania, right? It's yeah. like Mario: The Lost Levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, Mario I, I, too, think, I think there's got to be. It's just a, a, you know, if anything, the reason they're doing, he's doing it now is just an excuse to get some content, right? You know, and that he can release later. And that's not a bad thing, man. In a world where where we're run by digital technologies and it's all about creating content, like we're doing right now. If you could, if you have wrestlers that are healthy and they're still willing to put on some matches in empty arenas, get as much content as you can. Why not? That's the smartest thing to do. That that's that's a smart business move. But it's great. It, it sounds the WrestleMania like schedule is not a smart business move. It's not a smart business company move. in the end, I think. I agree. Like I have no interest in it right now. I really don't have any interest in it. S- same here. There's nothing that is enticing me to want to watch WrestleMania at all. And they don't do and they don't do the empty house shows as well as AEW does. We talked about this last week, dude. I I, do, right. I do suggest you go back and watch NXT though, especially from this past week. Oh, did they have a good episode this week? They, yeah, it was they jam packed. They had a good show. Good fucking show. They had a good show. All right, all right. They had they had, uh, they had right. like three debuts in the show. It was awesome. It was great. I rescind my I rescind my comment until watching this week's but, NXT. But, that's NXT. But, that wasn't Raw or SmackDown. Yes, so. but I thought AEW was better. I really do. Well, what, and everything I've read is that AEW is just crushed. I, mean, I watched the first. I watched last week's AEW. I just haven't watched this week's so AEW. So this yet. week, this week there was no one in the audience. Like last week, you know, they had some wrestlers in the audience. Okay. This, this week, there's no one. What was funny was when um, um, when what's his name came to the ring. Oh God, Spanish God. Um, uh, Sammy Guevara. When Sammy Guevara came to the ring. He had caricatures of like the inner circle and then like Brandy Rhodes because I think they're going to try to do something with Brandy. Like and Sammy. Yeah, yeah. And, and Sammy, but um, he was like he's he was like hey yo he was like 
you know, like high fiving the front of the caricatures, and like he sat in the crowd and like clapped for himself at one point. Um, like they did some really, really good they stuff. Did. There was also a lot of cool like debuts. Obviously, they called in some people that aren't on the AEW roster, um, names I've never heard of that I had to research. But you know, there it, it was good. And and like if you are a wrestling fan, if you like, if you, I hate to say this, but if you like the actual wrestling, not the storyline, AEW is going to beat NXT. And also, you, you can't take away from that fire promo that Chris Jericho cut. Oh, man. When he was cutting a promo to a fucking drone. Oh, my it God. Chris Jericho and Vanguard 1. Vanguard 1 is a drone, for those of you that are not wrestling fans. So there's a, a drone flying over the ring, and Jericho is cutting a promo to this fucking drone. And then was there amazing. was some wrestle, wrestle magic shit with Matt Hardy broken Matt Hardy and he like teleported from like level to level to level that was, which was pretty cool it was pretty janky was it at, janky on purpose but you could only do that shit in an empty arena like, was, it, was it at the Jacksonville Amphitheater again it was it was at, it was, it was at yeah. that place whatever yeah. something yeah. Place. Um, um, I will tell you other than the Vanguard 1 promo the other best part of that promo when Matt Hardy shows up is when they start saying they start screaming delete and elite at each other and they're like stop mm. there's no one here to scream our, right. our things <laughs> they, they, and, and you know what that was the first uh, not the first time but AEW is the only show that has addressed the elephant in the room on multiple occasions yeah, yeah what do you have, mean like when they had their very first empty arena dynamite, Cody Rhodes came out and gave a little disclaimer before the show, yeah, 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 stating, yeah. you know, there's nobody there. So even during the promo, they they addressed the elephant, addressed, hey, we're in an empty arena. There's no one else here. No one's here. No one here's gonna chant your stupid, uh, your your catchphrase. They're addressing the elephant in the room. Yep. Whereas WWE, WWE's not doing not. that. They're trying to. I'm not saying avoid it, but they're not addressing it either. So, but on that note, WWE needs to socially distance from Vince McMahon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, he's legitimately, he's got to be the most awkward person ever right now. The yeah. most awkward boss ever right now. I feel like he's got to have a little respect from the locker room right now. Right. He, like, I, I just, he's old. It's not like more, he can intimidate you physically anymore. For more reasons than one, also, like I was mentioning to you guys earlier, Dark Side of the Ring came back with their second season, and they just aired part one and two of the Chris Benoit story. Oh, you man. need to go into this and watch it. And they I don't know if I want to, man. They interview Chavo Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Chris Jericho, Jim Ross, Vicky Guerrero, uh, Dean Malenko's wife, and then uh, David Benoit, Chris's oldest son. All right? But when they oh and also uh, Chris Nowinski because he he did the whole the CTE yeah. or the CT uh-huh. uh, studies. Uh-huh. But if you listen to the things that that people were saying about Vince specifically during this, uh, Vince is going through a lot right now because I think Vince is going to get some backlash now that these people finally came forward mm-hmm. and spoke about the Chris Benoit story in length. So I um. I, I don't I don't know if you guys dabble with this, but, you know, I, I do mess with the stock market. And there's a lot of rumors right now about Vince selling the company. Just I mean, the stock is down. So I mean, everything's down, but that, his stock started happen. going down. There, uh, I, his I, stock, I call his stock I, it dropped before it. When like his stock dropped out, before this thing. 
when Disney Plus came out, <laughs> we were talking about it on just on the podcast in yep. general. You know, just just you know because it's, it was such a big pop culture thing. And I said, man, Disney's going to own everything. I guarantee you, if Vince ever sells WWE, it'll be, it'll be Disney. Disney. I guarantee. I I have a funny feeling that one day Disney will own WWE. I don't think so. I know they have a good relationship. They have a great relationship with ESPN. Man, um, they have they have a great relationship with Fox, and Disney owns part of Fox's library. Right, but I'm just saying there's connections, and Disney has the money to buy them. Yeah, and it's Disney, true. And Disney loves scripted entertainment. But if Vince McMahon's going to sell the company, Triple H is not going to let that get into anyone else's hands except his own. What if Triple H doesn't? What if Triple H wants to break NXT off from WWE? Might That's not, more might, his might baby. Might not be the worst thing. That's more his baby. Yeah. Get a different investor for that. I don't know. There's you so guys, much that could happen. If guys, you know Tony Khan's going after it, right? If you if you know, we can get we can get on that in two seconds. But if Vince can't grasp reality i mean there's other investors out there that'll invest in this product especially seeing how well aew has done with it right. uh and, you know maybe tony khan does is the guy who maybe mids me could you imagine if vince met his match hmm this is a good segue guys back in the 90s there's a very famous 83 weeks that happened during an era of mu- of well, I said of music, during an era of wrestling called the Monday Night Wars. Every Monday, WWF at the time, Monday Night Raw, and WCW Monday Nitro went head-to-head every single Monday at 8 p.m. If Monday Night Raw started at 8 p.m., WCW Nitro started at 7.55 p.m., a few minutes before Raw. Where it got to a point where it got so dirty that Eric Bischoff at the time, who was the president of the company, was also a commentator. uh, Just like Vince McMahon was an announcer, commentator, and a character. WCW would actually give spoilers on what was going to happen on Raw. Because at the time, Raw was being taped uh, ahead of time. So they would give spoilers on what was going to happen on Raw that same night. Where yeah, but when they did that, it backfired. Eventually, that did sure backfire. Did. We can get into the whole Monday Night War story, but we can do that for, for another time. But tonight, we're going to watch the very first WCW Monday Nitro. Once again, from the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota, September 4th, 1995. It's, a, it's, a, it's Bloomington, Minnesota. Bloomington? Yeah, it's Bloomington. It's right outside. Oh, according to uh, what I'm looking at here. Uh, uh, so, right. Well, that's wrong. That's, that is wrong. So, so Smarky, guys, go ahead, I, I have actually been to the Mall of America. My uncle lives in Rochester, Minnesota, which is about an hour and a half outside of uh, the Twin Cities. And he works at that crazy hospital, Mayo Clinic. And um, uh, I used to go out there as a kid a couple times. I've been out there like three, four times. And I remember going there and it is... I think it's the second biggest mall in the world now. I think the one in Toronto is bigger or Edmonton. Okay. And um, yeah. the American Dream, I think, is better, bigger than uh, Mall. American America. Dream's not even open. It's I'm not, not even counting that, that fucking, not fucking opening up anytime I soon. I ain't counting that piece nah. of shit. Well, it's not um, opening up now because of the virus, not because it took 20 years to build. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're that, right. That too, true. Um, and uh, it's it's huge. And like, all right. So disclaimer: I have watched, you know, 
a little bit of WCW here and there. I don't know much about it. I have seen clips from this episode, but I don't know a lot that goes on here. So I'm, I'm excited to get your take on this. I see a lot of faces I know and a lot of faces I don't know here. So, uh, well, we are excited to get your take on this. And this is your first time watching a Nitro from start to finish. You're going to watch the full it episode. Is. So it is. And a- if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, you curated a list of episodes we are going to watch together. I have a list. Right. Yes. Doc has a list. I have a is list. One of stretch- and I have, a- yeah, of course. I have a list of stretches all the way back to mid 80s. Four Horsemen versus Dusty Rhodes Dusty days. Dusty Rhodes, nice. That's I what, I, that's what I, actually. I consider that the start of WCW. Me too. Yeah. I was actually I was watching the episode uh, the other day. I was so bored, I put it on. Um, and it was uh, it was a feud between uh, Magnum TA and um, and Tully, where yes. Magnum TA uh, kisses uh, Baby Doll. Yep. Uh, yep. Gets, Tully gets to interview, and he gets just so mad, he runs into the ring and beats the shit out of whatever jobber's in the ring. Yep. He just goes, and runs into the ring and beats the shit out of his opponent. I fucking love Tully Blanchard. Yeah, you. you it's not surprise. I would say you would definitely love that era of WCW because you're such a big NWA power fan, and that's what mm-hmm. they're basing their show off of. Right, is that era of WCW? I love it. Yep, I love yeah. it. That very, but you very know old what? School WCW yeah. wrestling, the Georgia Championship wrestling, the territory that was back from the yeah. early territory days. Well, that's the end of the territory. That's end of the territory. Yeah, yeah, right. The well, end of the territory yeah, days. I was watching early WCW days were the end of the territory right, days. Came so from the territories. Right. The episode I was watching was like a week or two before, I think, Starcade 85. It was called The Gathering. Was that 85 or 86? Mm-hmm. 85, um, I think, was the so Gathering. That's what I was watching. You know what else I want to say before we say it, before we watch this? Tony Schiavone has aged very well. <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> he looks Tony exactly Sh- the, he same. Looks the same. He really, really You're right. does. You're right. So it really does. Let me give you a quick little background on what we're going to watch tonight. So during this time in WCW, uh, the current WCW World Television Champion is the Renegade. The Renegade was their uh, piss poor version of the Ultimate Warrior. Isn't it the Ultimate Warrior though? Isn't it? No. Isn't it Helmet? It's not. No, 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 no. This is a younger version. Warrior. Warrior did show up in WCW at some point, but but not until like like ninety seven, ninety eight, and he was the Warrior. Yeah. They did Warrior Hogan too in WCW, and it is arguably the. It's it's quite possibly the worst wrestling match match. in the history of pro wrestling. Like worse than worse than Lesnar Goldberg. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's right up there at Lesnar Goldberg. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, during this time, the WCW World Tag Team Champions are Bunkhouse Buck and Dirty Dick Slater. The WCW US Champion is Sting. And the current WCW World Champion is Hulk Hogan. So, on tonight's Nitro, the very first Nitro, there's actually only three matches that were uh, scheduled for this card. So, without further ado, fam... Pop open your WWE networks. Please find the very first episode of WCW Monday Nitro, September 4th, 1995. Take a commercial. Okay, I'll take a commercial break. I want you to go to commercial. (laughs) Okay, Doc. Do we have any sponsors this week? No, I don't think we do. I have a sponsor. My sponsor this week, everyone. 
We don't we don't do commercial breaks anymore, bro. Do, do you need me my to sponsors. take a quick break so you can set up your network? Let's no, my sponsor is Southern Tier Double IPA. My network is set up fine. All right. Southern so on that note, fam. Doc needs to go get a drink. So we'll be right back. Today is brought to you by <laughs> Staying the Fuck Home. Staying the Fuck Home. All right, everyone. Doc, go get your drink, Doc. Little He's got little a sm- drink. Little does Smarky know that I'm going to be at his house in a half hour. Uh, Jess will not let you in. I'm going to start. I'm going to start like just rubbing my butt on all your windows. <laughs> That's fine. Jess is not going to let you in. Rub your butt on your car door handle. Oh, just so you guys Jess know, knows. I'm not editing any of this out. I'm leaving this all in. That'll we keep have- you home. <laughs> we have guns, Dan. <laughs> And actually, you want to know what's funny, guys? What? While we're taking this break, I'm getting a FaceTime call from my buddy Matt. Matty Dukes, say what's up to the fourth. Say what's up to the fourth wall fam. Yo, fourth wall fans. Yo, Johnny Bones is the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> you don't know anything about John if you don't know Montclair State University. Ooh. Am I giving away too much personal information? No, nah, not at all. Trust me, the, the the listeners will probably appreciate this. Yo, I. Wow, we were just talking about that. He's going broke. He's going broke. Yeah, because the stocks are down. Hey, Jen, what's up? Yo, Maddie Dukes and Jen, let me let me call you guys back later so I can finish recording my podcast. All right, have fun. Yo, tell Vince not to sell, man. All right, peace. <laughs> awesome. So, fam, we hope you guys are enjoying our commercial break without a commercial. And just enjoying the shenanigans from the fourth wall fam. As Doc slowly makes his way back to his seat. I should insert the, uh, the, the, the Jeopardy music right here. Shit. Get some snacks. God damn. The beer. Doc is prepared. He's got his beer. Got some almonds. Almonds. There you go. Almonds. All right, with that being said, now we are all ready. Smarky, Doc, and Fourth Wall Fam. On your television screens or whatever device you are watching this, make sure you have your cursors set to 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0. I am going to count down 3, 2, 1, play. When I say play... You're going to at the press same time. Play at the same. Yes, Doc. Same again. exact time. When I say play, you press play at the same Doc, exact if, time. If, if Jim Ross can do this with Conrad, you can fucking figure it out. No, it's Bruce and Conrad. Does Jr. do the? Jr. did one. He does. Oh yeah, because Bruce does these two with Conrad. So I'm I'm taking a, a page out of Conrad's book. Yo, know, can we get Conrad on our show? That would be amazing. And then, then, then we'll, we could be the official podcast of AEW since Vince is going to sell WWE anyway. Now he's not going to come on a show, asshole. <laughs> he's fucking related to, like, practically related to the company oh. through the Flares. True. And Flair, I guess, in some way, storyline-wise, owns half the company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your partner, Vince! Remember that? Yep. <laughs> he's going to bring that back one That was fantastic. All right, here we go. All right, without further this. ado, we're at zero, 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 zero. I'm going to count down three, two, ready. one, and play. So not ready. that. You're going to do it now. Are we ready? Three, two, 
one play. All right, what do we got here? We have the intro. Oh, the nitro intro. The nitro nitro intro intro is great, dude. I put on my uh, I put on my closed captioning. So uh, okay, we have the the dark streets. We have the explosions. We have the the, guys, the projector screens on the walls of the building. Guys, the this fire. looks exactly like the original Raw opening. It does look very, very, very similar. Very similar. On commentary, we're going to have Bobby the Brain Heenan, Eric Bischoff, and former NFL star Steve Mongo McMichael. Who wound up becoming a member of the Four Horsemen. Who also was a Four Horseman at one point. He wound up becoming a member of the Four Horsemen. Oh my god, look at Eric Bischoff's bad dye job. No, Um, I think this was before he actually had gray hair. Yeah, I think think that's his hair. Yeah. Now, I don't don't know if you guys knew this, but Steve Mongo McMichael at this time was married to Deborah McMichael. Deborah Austin. That's how she got into wrestling. Yep. Deborah Austin, Steve Austin wife. Steve Mongo McMichael. But then when when she came to WWE, she left McMichael and married Austin for sure. I think she left McMichael even before she came to WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Mongo McMichael played with the for the Bears. He was a good football player. Yep. And look at that. There he is. There is the man, the 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 legend, Bobby the Brain Heenan, the weasel. Guys, can we talk about the guy's mustache in a blue and blue and white striped that, shirt? Oh, yeah. shirt? Look at that. That's not Minnesota. Him. I don't know what is. Right. <laughs> that guy's been watching wrestling since Vern Gagne put on shows. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, look at the guy in the green shirt. What a creep. Hey, gentlemen, before we uh, get really into the show, you guys have your kayfabe cocktails? Cheers. Uh, cheers. Let's cheers. Pick up your glass, Doc. Oh my god, is this Jushin Thunder Liger? This is. Here it is. is. Get Cheers. the hell out of here. Oh, cocktails. dude, the opening match is, the, is maybe the highlight of the show. Now, dude, this is this is kind of poetic Liger. how the opening match here is Jushin Thunder Liger taking on Flying Brian Pillman. Jushin dude, Liger it's a classic. is being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year, class of 2020. He actually just so, retired uh, earlier this year as well. Can we talk? I, I really want to know how he wrestled in that mask, man. That's a hell of a mask. Mm-hmm. So, guys, so from my childhood, my favorite store is right behind the entrance ramp. You're going to laugh at me, but it's called the Great Train Store. It's a model railroad store. It's one of my favorite places ever. Oh, my it's, God. Look, look at Brian. Wow, look at how young. Yeah. Yo, isn't it crazy? This is, right, how, this is like post right after Hollywood Blondes, I think. Yep. Isn't it crazy how H- Pillman's son looks just like his father yeah like those two are so identical and his son's gonna do big things in wrestling too i love how the mall of america does kind of look like aw holds their like home there shows it is. in jacksonville all right the trains i love it guys the first move of the night Armbar, armbar. Oh, we got show that nitro. <coughs> Excuse me, that nitro. That's a great nitro. Mm-hmm. Dude, Liger's short, huh? Yeah, oh, he's, he's, a, he's a cruiserweight. Hey, did he demask at the end of his career? Not that I know of. I don't think so. Ooh, so the, that was a low moonsault. 
So just in these few like opening moments as Max Marky, do you see where we keep telling you how similar like AEW is to like Nitro? It's wrestling. It's not storyline, it's wrestling. But even just like look at where they're holding their shows, the commentary style, everything. It's so 90s WCW what they're doing and that's why they're finding so many fans in our demographic and also Smarky at this time storylines were a thing but they weren't as they are now or they have been oh. since the 90s because they didn't have weekly television to pro, uh, to progress storylines so this WCW had weekly, weekly television they had, Thunder, they had right? a Saturday they no had they had Saturday, Saturday night morning oh, Saturday, Saturday night, night. Was Saturday night yeah at 6.05 that was like when I first got it the, the, yeah. the thing was, their, their Saturday wrestling oh, show. Oh, God. Oh, guys. Oh. That was Oof. not good at all. Oh. You could see it on Pillman's face. He just tried to go for her Quran. It did not work. That did not work at all. I don't know if, if Liger didn't sell that or if I don't know what Shit that happens. Oh. He, he could have been hurt. It happens. You know, they know how to fall, they know how to protect themselves. These idiots on the escalator. Getting any view they can. Pillman doesn't know where to grab his hair because he just tried to grab the mask. Yeah. And someone called someone Bobby Hernia. That's great. Bobby Hernia. <laughs> you know, it's great. I don't think Brian is 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 Bobby Heenan the heel commentator still, or is is McDaniel? Uh, no, Don, Bobby Heenan is definitely the heel. Yeah, Heenan's always the heel. See, this is not something you would see in WWF in 1994. They brought Mongo in to kind of be like the cool, the cool face commentator. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, Uh, and yeah, you're right. You did not see this in WWF 1994. Only Brett and Sean were, and like Scott Hall were putting on matches like this. Right. You know, at that time in WWF. A year later, Scott Hall will be here. I'm half a match in, and this this is so much better than anything that was going on on Raw. No, two years later, 97 Hall came. This is 95. No, 96 was NWL. You're right. I oh, know. my God. He just missed that, though. Three weeks. You're right. Guys, I will tell you, though, there is – I mean, that's awesome, but there is definitely still a difference in quality. Oh, yeah. Like, there are moves that were, like – Botched. Mm-hmm. Like, I just watched the second one. So you're saying the wrestlers today are better executors of moves? No. Than- I'm saying the wrestlers of WWF in 94. Like, oh. So, like, he, uh, Liger, oh, oh my God. Even, like, even that, what was that? Liger, Liger went to throw Pillman out, and Pillman went over the rope by himself. I, I will tell you, I'm listen. I'm not giving. This is awesome, and I like this a lot better. AEW is the same way, though. I can find bo- like it's very hard for me to find a botch in NXT or WWE. Like I have to be looking for it. I can find botches in AEW. Right. I, I'm a smart man. I'm, I'm smart to it. I'm not a wrestler. Don't get me by any means. I do not know how to do any of this. They're a little more. Uh, they're a little more. Um, I feel reckless in it. Not, reckless is the wrong word. Rough around there. Yeah, a little more. They, they want to be rough around the edges, though. Right. Like, that's part of their image. Liger is a fucking spider monkey. I'm uh, about a second and a half ahead of whoever has their volume on. 
Yeah, you are. You're a little ahead of me there, Smarky. That was me you just heard. Did you oh, hear it now? Man, is that Nick Patrick? That, that is, is Nick Patrick. Patrick. Dude, he's got uh, he's got Isaac Yankum DDS teeth. He was also the NWO's referee. Yep. Yep. <laughs> was he a wrestler? He's built like a wrestler. No, he's got a beer belly. But but at, at one point in his career, he must have been. Look how tall he is. Tall. He's tall, he's tall as hell, Nick Patrick. Yeah. Who cares if he has a beer belly? I mean, look, at this time, you have guys like Bam Bam Bigelow and Vader that were out there. Yo, Bam Bam was an athlete, and Vader was an athlete. And these guys are athletes. Still well, look at Pillman. Pillman. Pillman's got a bit of a belly. He's got a little bit of a belly going on there. Ooh. Liger Bomb? No, no that wasn't Liger that was Bomb. That was a regular power bomb. Liger Bomb's like the when they, they, they hook the arms, right? Like the yes. Pearl River Plunge style, but it's just a regular. Pearl River Plunge. Ahmed Johnson. Remember Jones. him? Wow. Yes. He does Ahmed not look... Johnson had a stint in uh, WCW Whoa. as well as part of the Harlem Heat. Oh, my Heat. goodness. How he landed, right? Ouch. A liger just lands. Like it's like his neck does he doesn't have like any cartilage in it and it's normal. He's a shark. <laughs> He's a shark. <laughs> his mask actually gives him shark powers. <laughs> Do you guys know where his uh his outfit comes from? Uh the clothing store. No. His uh, he's uh he's based on a very famous anime uh character. What's the character's name? I think it's Liger or Thunder Liger. Hmm. Something like that. I sell. <laughs> I love it. Tornado DDT. But the sell afterwards, like, yep. fantastic. He takes I feel like guys back up and then falls back down. I feel like guys don't know how to sell as well nowadays. They either don't sell enough or they overdo it. Like, right. do you think there's a really good seller nowadays? Like, I think That's Dolph's it. a really good seller. That's it. Yep. yep. Dude, Pillman beat Liger. Yep. First ever first Nitro match. Brian Pillman's your winner. Are you kidding me? I Ryan totally Pillman thought Liger was going to go over here. No. Nope. Pillman won his, the first Nitro match ever. Look at that. Show of respect. We did that together, guys. I'm sorry. So Liger, I those moves. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I hurt Pillman. You. So Pillman's not a. Pillman was a. Um, was a Pillman face was, right? Pillman was the face after the Hollywood Blondes, the Hollywood Blonde split. He was the face. Now, was Austin still in WW or WCW? Austin, Austin might have been gone already. He was the ringmaster at this time in WWF. In 94? 95. Sorry, 95. This is September of 95. And yeah, Austin might have just been signed by W. He, he, he made his debut, I want to say, in a few, a few months after this in 95. Mm -hmm. But... I don't think he was in the. He might have actually been doing. You ever seen his like uh, his promos he did Dang. for Paul Heyman? Oh yeah, oh, there's ECW. Yeah, ECW. Might have been around that time. This is the most yeah. mid '90s wrestler ever. Yep. This is this is the Hollywood surfer Sting. Sting's got those same eyes, dude. His eyes are exactly the same as they were then, man. Because now, Smarky, we're gonna see Sting. Versus Ric Flair for the U.S. title. They stay. Oh, they they fought for the U.S. title on the first Nitro, and then they face each other again on the final Nitro. There he is, the Hulkster. The Hulkster. Oh man! In the red and yellow is when the red and yellow attack was still going strong. Oh, 
Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. He was still in good shape here, Hogan. And going to WCW was great for him because it gave him a chance to do his, you know, shtick in front of a whole new audience. Yep. Look and at he, this kid right in front of Hulk. He was still so over and still the biggest wrestler in the world at this time. Oh, he's going yeah. face uh, Big Bubba, huh? Big Boss Man? Uh, Big Bubba Rogers, yep. Yeah, that was his the, the WCW name. Yep. And honestly, you, you'll I'll get your opinion on this later, but this is probably one of uh, Boss Man, B- Bubba Rogers, whatever you want to call him, his best match of his career was when he fought. He was a great wrestler. When he he always was. was. Yeah. He was a he fantastic was. wrestler, man. He was a great, great wrestler. Great he was never, never allowed to really shine, but he probably had his best performance against Hogan on this Nitro, on the first Nitro. And you know what's funny? In WWF, he would have never been able to face Hulk Hogan. No. Because of how protective he, he faced, was. Uh, he faced Hogan no, in the late they, 80s. They teamed up a lot. To, oh, in the late 80s, yeah. When before yeah, when he Boss became, Man like, was a heel. And then he, oh, he was a, he started as a heel and he feuded with Hogan. Him Did and Akeem. Him and Akeem feuded that's with the. Right. That's oh, right. That's right. When they were. Uh, the twin, oh, what the hell was it? The, the Twin yeah. Towers? No, the, twi- the twin, twin, towers. twin Towers. Yeah, right. Guys, I'm so sorry, but yeah, I think Hulk Hogan just called the people around him the Pasta Maniacs. <laughs> oh, he was selling the pasta That's door right, this time. You don't remember the remember to Hulk Hogan yes, pasta, dude? Yes. I don't. He was cutting a promo for the pasta. He had like some SpaghettiO Chef Boyardee shit going on. Charlotte, North Carolina. There's only one person I know from Charlotte, North Carolina that weighs 240 pounds. Uh, funny fact, Ric Flair actually is originally from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, That's why he trained under Vern. There he is, the nature boy. Uh, looking great. He had to be oh, what? Yeah. Mid, mid to late, mid, to, mid 40s here? Uh, 94. Mid 95, mid 40s. He'd be in his early 40s. Early 40s. Look great. Look, look, at, look at him. What a oh, devil. Look at that mullet. Look at him. He's why Ric Flair left Minnesota. So listen. <laughs> so did Ric Flair have. When was his top of his career? When he first came to WWF or this part of No, the, the, the pinnacle of Ric Flair's career is when you were watching those Dusty Roads things. Yeah. I'm eight, sorry. I meant, late, I meant late career. Oh, I'm not talking career? I would say the first WWF run until like the start of the – right before the start. This is probably the end of his like big second like second huge okay. run. I would oh, say my God. Be, Look at these sequins. Right. And then and then Flair's a career reignited during the Ruthless Aggression era when he joined Triple H in the Evolution. Like, he was all – he was – it was the Four Horsemen feuded with the NWO and whatnot, but he was – and the NWO was, was always the victor mm-hmm. in that. Hey, that ref. What's his name again? I forgot. Uh, Randy Anderson. I didn't know he That's was – oh, he's yeah. an Anderson brother? I don't know if he's related to the other Andersons. I don't think any of the Andersons are actually related. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Lex Luger. Dude. This, he, I think, was I think this was Luger's re-debut in WCW. Yeah, he just left yeah. WWF. Can we talk about that shirt? And showed up on WCW. This was... Who the, let him pick that shirt out? This was the first shot fired in the Monday Night Wars. Where they, this is the first time you saw a WWF superstar on WCW television. This was all Sting's doing because Sting and Luger have a long history. They're bodybuilding buddies. So is Warrior. Warrior used to live with them too. Yeah. Well, Sting and Warrior were in a tag team. They They were were a tag tag team team in the Indies, um, yeah. 
the, that's when he was the Dingo Warrior. Dingo oh, Warrior. <laughs> so this is going to be an awesome match, I'm assuming, right? Uh, two you, of the best ever. Sparky, you have to go back in the in the uh, vault and look up the first Clash of the Champions and watch Sting Flair. Is that late 80s? That's, it was 88, and it was at the Meadowlands. So Sting's been around longer than I thought, huh? It was right. I was like right when Sting came to WCW, and they started calling him the franchise. It was eventually no, they didn't start calling him the franchise then. I don't think. But uh, um, wasn't did the he wasn't the franchise until he was the black, the black and white Sting. Yeah, it was the black and white Sting. Yeah, that, that's you're right. Was the franchise. That's right. But yeah, that first. I, I don't. I think that was the first big Sting Flair match, the one at the Meadowlands at Clash of the Champions. But uh, yeah, look at that. You Great gotta watch that, slam. dude. Oh, he is nice, good sell. Getting him, Stainer. You want to talk about people that know how to sell? Yeah, that's how Flair. you sell. Flair that is how, how you sell, sell, everybody. Wait, I got this ready. This is my Flair impression. Ah, sh- ah, shit. Ah, sh- ah, shit. Oh God. That was so. Sting. Smart. Sting's been a lot around longer than I thought, huh? He yeah. Sting, yeah. Started wrestling like the mid '80s. Wow. I did not know that actually. I love how he's wearing yellow though, with Hogan being on the card. That's funny. He's switching up that wardrobe a bit, you know. Yeah. He's got to keep it styling and profiling. <laughs> the stinger. Service merchandise. I remember. I was looking at that before. <laughs> there used to be one of those in what, like Hazlitt or Aberdeen or something. Yeah. It was uh, it was right next. It was near the other big one, Fortune Off. Fortune Off was in Sayreville. It, it's such Dan. A, do you remember Dan? Do you remember the Bradleys in Tom's River? I do, man. That's where the uh, Shoprite is now. Yep. Yeah. And and the porn theater. The two dollar <laughs> theater. It was not a porn theater. I used to go see movies there for two dollars seven months after they came out. That's awesome, nice. though. Yo, yeah, so, oh, look at him, chops. Yo, guys, can, can we just look at, like, the backdrop of this and the camera angles? I feel like you never get this close to the wrestlers anymore in the ring, like, right up there on the apron. I love the camera angles, but just the backdrop, too, which is Oh, dude, that stare so down. So different. That no, look at these no-sells, guys. This is how you wrestle. Yep. Storytelling. And another one, yes. You need four moves. You need four moves. That was the second time Sting used that that power slam. Yep. Oh, oh. Gorilla press slam. Smart. Gorilla press did, you, did, you, did you notice how Sting like awkwardly went into the ropes there? Yeah. But they still sold it over the ropes and they both went over. Oh, oh there's pros. my mustache guy. Look at that fucking... St- wow. And he is pissed. Oh, 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 oh. See, third time. Yeah, look at this! Look at the strength by Stainer. He almost dropped them for the momentum. You know what? But like I said, four moves. Oh, there it is. The no. <laughs> and Sting sells it right back. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Sting's haircut yet? Uh, normal he's, Sting's. He's known for that haircut. Yeah, flat, Sting didn't start the bleach flat top. Yep. Stain as you know him didn't start being Stain as you know him until about a year, about maybe two or three years after this, maybe. It was during the NWO when he was like. Yeah, but it was towards, but it was, but it wasn't the very beginning of the NWO. It was more like ninety-seven. You're talking I black think. and white baseball bat, right? Yeah, it was like ninety-seven, and we're at ninety-five right now. Yeah, so I know a little yeah. bit. 
Yeah, because for a little while, the, the uh, surfers thing went away for a bit and came back as that Crows thing. That was right around we... the time NWO started. So maybe late 96, early 97. Okay, well, hold he, on one second, well, he, guys. he introduced Crows thing by teasing being in the NWO. That's right. where Crows yep. thing came out of. Mm-hmm. Guys, I wanted to know, we are like 15, 20 minutes in and we just took our first commercial break. And you don't get that been, anymore. And there's not been no. one promo. Yeah. Oh, that's a lie. There was a Hogan well, promo. There was a Hogan promo for the pasta. And Sting, Sting had like a 30 second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's a free match promo. That's different. Oh. It's not an like in ring segment. Right. It's a hype promo. So what Sting has used legitimately using? like four moves, and it's been awesome. Wait, yep. Macho Man. That just said Macho Man. Oh, Art Anderson. Oh, the Enforcer. Macho Man at this point, I don't think it debuted in WCW yet. I don't so, know. Riddle me this: Were they just were they just telling guys to walk out because they're trying to like show WWE fans that they have top stars too? Probably. Well, they're just why not? Like a four TV? Why not? I don't know if the Four Horsemen were a thing in name at this time, but this I think this might have been. I'm trying to remember the storyline here. If Flair and Anderson were actually together at the time or not. Wait, the Four Horsemen in the 90s? Yeah, they brought the Four Horsemen back when the NWO started. Or right, It might have been right around this time. I don't think this was the starting of the reformation of it. As I said, I don't, I don't remember. We're talking about shit that happened 25 years ago here. If I ever was to train as a wrestler, the only thing I want to learn is how to jump the... How to spin over the ropes like Flair does when he gets thrown into the ropes or thrown into like the turbo. that's got to be one of the hardest things to learn. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, n- 95 was the reformation, but I think it was later than this Nitro. Right now, Arn and Ric Flair were still a thing. They were still together. Okay. Arn Anderson is in a nylon tracksuit. But this is when they eventually add uh, Chris Benoit and Mongo McMichael. But that, but Mongo McMichael, that wasn't until like the NWO formed. I don't think. Did, Mondo, did Mongo right. McMichael wrestle? He did. He did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They had a, they had a, so they had him come in, and he also brought in uh, Kevin Green, who was a Hall of Fame defensive end from the uh, Steelers and Panthers. And they brought him in for an angle, and he did a match. There was another dead angle. There's a great uh, documentary on WWE Network right now on when they brought Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman in, in like 97 or 98. And uh, Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman were some probably the some of the better celebrity wrestlers of all time. I remember Dennis Rodman. Oh, Carl Malone was awesome, dude. That guy is a freaking freak he is just in such it was in such amazing shape and he and ddp said he was ddp statement. he said he took it so fucking serious did you watch that yet on the network get bones no i have not seen that one yet check it out you guys i watched it the other day it was it was it was very i was i was as a oh, basketball gosh. fan i was really into watching it right but yeah, uh, that's, real that's quick that, uh, so what you said yes you're right mcmichael didn't join until later when the nwo formed but at this time it becomes chris benoit and brian pillman to round out the four. It was Pillman, Pillman. Benoit, Pillman. Flair, and Anderson. And eventually Malenko got that fourth spot, too, that yep. rotated. Yeah. Yep. Benoit was in there. He he was like... He, 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 Benoit, Benoit was a, a staple in the Horsemen throughout the majority of their WCW career. Well, that's what it was. It was, like, it was, always, Flair, it was always Flair and Anderson. And, Anderson. and Tully was the third man. And then Benoit was the third man, but that fourth man's always been a rotating door. It was Ole Anderson, Pil- 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 it's Anderson, been Barry Windham. Michael Sid Windham. 
Paul Roma. Oh God, Paul Roma. Remember when Paul like, Roma? Sid Vicious was Paul Roma was in the for like two seconds, and then they kind of threw him out for. I think it was Sid they threw him out. Yep. Sting was actually a four horseman for like one TV tape. Wait, 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 guys, guys, guys! What the hell just happened here? R. Anderson jumped in the ring, and they oh, just came, him. Yeah. I told you they weren't together here. I knew they weren't together when this started. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew. I, I knew. Uh, Flair, there, was, there was no four horsemen this time. But this is still the year they start to reform. Wait, listen to the audience. This is awesome. They're loving this. Yeah. So you have three matches on the card and one's a no contest? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, Dude, Arn Anderson still looks mean as hell here. Oh, right. About the horsemen? Yeah, so, but Smart, you need to understand there's already oh. such a long history between Stay and Flair mm-hmm. that a result doesn't matter in this match at this point between no. them. There doesn't right. need to be a winner. <laughs> you don't know that because this is the, you're still getting into WCW, but there's someone who, who remembers this stuff. <laughs> Excuse me, and watched a lot of it. Whoa, go, go wash did. your hands. Nah, that was a, that was a, oh, who's that? Gosh. Who's this guy? That's Scott Norton. Scott Flash Norton. Who is Scott Flash Norton? He he ends up... He's a uh, mid-card guy. Yeah, he's a mid-card guy. He's actually a former IWGP heavyweight champion in New Japan. Um, Like, seriously? Yeah. Yeah, he's getting a few with Mongo. No, they they announced... They're Savage. So, yeah, yeah Savage was, was in there. Savage. He, Savage was he around faces then. Savage the following week on the second Nitro. Now, Scott Norton was also in a tag team with Buff Bagwell called Vicious and Delicious. And Scott, oh, Norton, Scott Norton was also a member of the NWO. Yes. Um, so, let's talk about Macho Man. When did he become a WCW wrestler? Uh, maybe about... It was shortly after or, Hogan went there in 93. No, it was, no he was before Hogan. He Savage was, I think he was, Hogan? I think so. I think Savage was like, no, it was right after Hogan. You're right. It was like, it was like, I feel like Savage hadn't debuted too much long before. We can look this up. Yeah. I, no, Cause I feel like when Hogan got there, he started to bring all of his friends over. He bought, no. Yes. Remember when Savage was commentating in WWF at the time on raw? Yeah. He commented, he, his last W, his last WWF appearance was WrestleMania 10. Mm-hmm. And that was 1994. Can we, can we talk about Macho Man right now? Yep. This is ridiculous. How he's just the man. Yep. <laughs> Sabu. Oh, Sabu. Why are they showing this? That's interesting. Does Sabu wrestle for WCW? No. Did he? I don't remember this at all. Oh, I know that. This is, this is these are very famous matches of his that they're showing. This is a this is a vignette. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Savage made his first appearance on December 3rd, 1994 edition. He'd been around for almost a year at this point. Okay. And then Hogan. Wow. Was I, I think Hogan was bashing the Sabu was on before. WCW. Yeah. Huh. I don't think he was for long. I, no. I don't think he was for long. I don't think he lasted long in WCW. And then yeah, Hogan came. There he is, Mean Gene Oakland. Yeah, Hogan was bashing the beach 94, so mm-hmm. Hogan was there six months oh before Savage. Oh, my God, Bean Gene Okerlund. Oh, Mean Gene. Mike Hill, I wonder if he still has that uh, Harley Davidson. My WCW Harley. Mean Gene gave it to me. Mean Gene! Oh, it was a soft tail. Ooh. Soft tails are nice. I'd love to have a soft tail one day. But right now, let's talk 
Is that Hello Kitty? You see what that? What are you talking about? What are you? Aaron and oh, Johnny B. Yeah, Johnny B. Man. And Dirty Dick Slater. And then we got Sting and Savage for WCW Saturday, Saturday night. night. It's Saturday night on the network. And how I'm pretty sure they didn't have the whole library there. I thought they only had Brawl. Yeah, war this games. They're, they're, they're preparing. So this is where they had war, fall brawls where they held war games. Yeah, this that is was where their, war games the came from. They held it. Yeah. See, well, look, the war games look, started. Look at the trap. Look at the ancient trap. Is that Hello Kitty? What is that? Oh, that mascot. No, that's not Hello Kitty. That's like, uh... I don't know. Is that is that Scruff the dog? No, that's a cat. It looks like it's not Hello Kitty though. That's weird. You guys remember Scruff, the yep. drug dog? Whoa! Is that IRS? VK Wall Street. VK Wall Street, bro. VK Wall Street. Listen, but it's Mike Rotundo, listen, right? It is Mike Rotundo. Yes. It's the same exact. It's he. He actually recently just started. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Listen. Oh, my God. I'm sure eventually the IRS will be calling. He eventually changed that to VK Wall Street. Yep. VK, Vincent Kennedy. Yep. <gasps> Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, it was great. But Dude, he, um, early on, he basically took a lot of stabs what? at Vince in WWF. What wait, he wait, essentially wait, wait. did, Vince guys, was taking a lot guys. of stabs at them, too. Does Bubba, and, does Bubba Rogers wrestle in a suit? Big Bubba Rogers, bro. He's like a bodyguard. Essentially, VK Wall Street was IRS doing the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Yep. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, just, just came back from a commercial break. I mean, he, he wrestled in a cop uniform in WWE. True. Yeah. With suspenders and everything, so. Yeah. He was used Nothing to it. Nothing new. Hulk it was American-made. American-made. I won't be American. No, you got to listen to this WCW theme. Listen to it, Smarky. I got it here. No, no. Ah! Oh, feedback. The dick. It's like backwards. Backwards real American? Who did he win the uh, title to from? Blair. I think at this point he'd been champion for like a year and a half or something. I think since uh, 94. <laughs> yeah. So, Hogan, Hogan won the, the first title. Thing. Hogan won the title July 17th in 94. And he had it for like a little over a year at that point. Mm -hmm. So... All right, hold on. So Hogan, so Hogan came over. There was no Monday Night Show, but they had a TV show. Saturday Thunder, night, right? or no, Saturday night. Th th Thunder WCW came even Saturday after this. 
Did they t did they have house shows or no? Yep. Yeah, they still toured and had their live shows. Yep. Look at this guy booing Hulk Hogan behind behind uh, Jimmy Hart. He missed him. Oh, I saw him. Show the muscles. There it is. Oh, right, so, same Hulk Hogan. So, so, oh yeah, it's the same shtick. So at this point, Hogan been champion for a little over a year. Name the wrestler that he dropped the title to. Oh my God, dude! Sorry, hold on. Bubba Roger, he's exactly the same. Yep, this they're both awesome. exactly the same. You're, it's 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 your classic boss man Hogan stuff. Yep. But anyway, dropped the title to the Big Show, known oh, as the Giant. The Giant. That's right. Yes. About a month after this, he was because, supposed to be. Uh, he was supposed to be the next Andre, right? Yeah, well, at the when when the when the giant debuted, he debuted as Andre the Giant's son. Stop it! Yes, and he was a member of the Faces of Fear. Oh, I'm sorry, the, the the Dungeon Dungeon of Doom with Kevin Sullivan and Zodiac and Shark and everyone at Kamala and Akeem and Zodiac. I know Zodiac. Is that Brutus Beefcake? You got it. Oh Brutus no! The fucking barber beefcake. Oh, actually. And Zeus having this having this conversation reminds me how this match ended finally. Shh. Don't tell me. Yeah. Ding yeah. ding ding. Yeah. Thanks for a spoiler, asshole. You you are a spoiler. You're a spoiler, asshole. Dude, Bossman is a big man. It was a solid 6'8", six, 6'9". Right, he's a brawler, baby. Pure and simple. That's it. Ooh. Maybe 6'7". Oh. I think Hogan's like 6'6". Six, six. He missed. Yo, look at him sell that fucking that turnbuckle shot. There was one thing Bossman was good at. He was good at selling pain. Yep. He was very good at that. Look at that. If you guys ever want to hear gone. a really good episode of Something to Wrestle With, with Bruce Pritchard, listen to their big boss man episode. Really, really good. It talks about the whole career of Ray Trailer. Very, really good episode. Everyone liked him, right? Yeah. He was bought on as the next big thing in Vince's eyes. Really? Yeah. It's interesting to hear, hear uh, Bruce Pritchard talk about it. You're my next big thing. I got, here's his gimmick. Me genius. You're a cop. <laughs> I had this guy here. You wear this cop uniform, right? And you twirl a nightstick. Was he actually? Was he actually at one point in his career a um? Oh, like not a police officer, but a corrections officer. I couldn't tell you. Essentially, when he came back during the corporate ministry, he was more of like a correction officer. He was also a green beret at one point in WCW as well. I thought he was. Wasn't he a guardian? I thought he was a guardian. I thought he was guardian a guardian, guardian angel. angel. I mean, guardian. He was angel. a guardian angel, That's not a green beret. Yeah, he was a guardian. Yet. That's right. <laughs> Fucking guardian angel. That's funny. Well, there were some really bad gimmicks in those like pre Nitro WCW days. Yep. Before Bischoff started running the running the show. He really did rescue like w, WCW from being WWF in the 90s. He did bring a lot of good ideas. He just didn't have a lot of good ideas after his first wave of ideas. Right. That's what Eric Bischoff's probably most guilty of. 
He was not a corrections doll. He was not a corrections doll. Typical Hulk Hogan match. Oh, look at Randy. Randy getting on the ropes. Look, Jimmy Hart distracting him. Hulk Hogan. The heel tactics. The heel tactic with the manager distracting the ref while Hogan is being a baby face. With With a jacket over his head. That was like <laughs> he he sold as if he got like clothesline three times. Oh look at that! Right, chopped to the throat, and an eye get eyes. Heels, come on, heels do that shit, Hogan. What are you doing? Hulkster's at his wit's end. He's oh. gonna pull out all the stops. He's in the match of his life. Oh, Ooh. look at that with the boot. This is heel stuff. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. And even before this match, they were talking to each other. It's like, hey, let's fuck everybody. Oh, you go out and be me, and I'll go out oh, and be you. you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is he hulking out? Oh, oh not, not it's yet. about to happen. Here he we go. Up, he got up Ready? pretty quick. It was almost nope, a no not sell. yet. Here it comes. Nope. Wow. Big splash. Oh. Oh, God damn. Into the turnbuckle. Jimmy Hart, get off the apron. Oh, there Whoa. it is. It's the boss man slam. Or a version of it. Wasting time, man. See, if he didn't waste time, he could have won the title. Oh, here we go. Here it comes. There it is. Hogan's hulking out. There we go. Here comes the you. No, no. Not you. I will tell you, when I saw Hogan hulk out of, like, Bound for Glory 2011, he was old as shit, and he could barely move. It didn't matter. We're still the greatest thing ever. <laughs> here we go. You. There it is. You. Ooh. Ooh. Big boot. Big boot. Off the ropes. <laughs> uh, leg leg drop. drop. And here we go. God, well, guys, you remember when you a leg drop could be a finishing move? Did you see, Randy, how we just leaped over Hogan to get that, that count? Refs don't do that shit no more. Nope. They run around him. Mm-hmm. All right, how's this match end, asshole, since you kind of ruined it for me? Well, don't ask. Just shut up and watch. Oh. Oh, look at her. She's loving Hogan. Oh, man. She is a Hulkamania. Look at my Hulkster shirt. Sign my tits. <laughs> he just shook Hogan his ass. just twerked. Oh, oh look, here Zodiac, they come. Kamala. Here they come. Kamala. Taskmaster. <laughs> here they come. The Dungeon of Doom. Yep. They, they, yes, had, they had one, one goal. Oh, here comes the shark. They're oh my goal. god, is that John Tenter? Oh, Luger. And there's Meng. Oh my god. Wait a minute. Yep. Well, That's... no, well, he's called Meng. Yeah, John yeah, Tenter was the shark. After Earthquake. Pretty much the Dungeon of Doom, Smarky, was, was a stable made up of all of Hulk Hogan's 
enemies that he's ever had, and it was their goal was just to end Hulkamania. I uh, see. I know nothing about Sullivan. Obviously, Kevin Sullivan um, is probably one of the best bookers in the history. He was a big booker. Yeah, mid card talent. Yeah. Big booker. His, that whole his, stable is all mid card dudes. Yeah. So it, did we get Hulk, did we get Hogan Luger at some point? Oh yeah, Hogan and Luger fought. All yeah, because, these guys all fought each other eventually. All the big matches eventually happened. Luger, See, Luger was brought in WWF because Hogan left, to right? Place of Hogan, exactly. Right, so that was a big. Just watch, you'll see. So now we got Luger, Sting, Hogan, Savage, and Jimmy Hart in the ring. Luger and Hogan are face to face. Just like whipping their dick out, nose to nose. And you got Sting and Savage. Where did the Dungeon of Doom go? I wanted to see more of them. No, they <laughs> left. They got beat up and they left. Coming up, there's more more Nitro? Well, oh, yeah, there's an awkwardly placed commercial break at this point. I think they got done too early. I don't think I, I think I read somewhere once that they didn't book enough for the first Nitro and they had to kind of really improv oh, yeah, and stretch three, it out at the end. Three matches? I mean, come on. Oh, look at Vader, guys. Yep. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's Vader. Who muscular dystrophy? Who now, Doc? Do you remember who who fought in the fall brawl following this Nitro? It was wasn't it Dungeon of Doom and like Hogan and his people? I would assume it's. I would think it might be those four guys you see in the rain right there versus Dungeon of Doom. Look it up. Come on it. She's not wearing it. Or is he wearing it? He's not wearing it. And I'm here to take that belt. That's why I'm here. Let me tell you something, Luger. Before you jump the gun, hold on just one second and let me finish. Then you'll have your piece. Just let me finish. I've been down the same roads as you. I've been where you've been. I've beaten the same people you've beaten. I am sick and tired of playing around with kids. I'm here to get out with the big boys. And that means you are going to next month, next year, or five years old. I'm going to get my shot. You see this, brother? This is the WCW heavyweight w. title. I'm the They shook on it. And, nice. And you, and you have Sam thumbs up. That's how you short build. That's how you short build a title match. Yep. And they're still going to push. Now, what's funny is, Doc, you were right. 
at Fall Brawl, it's going to be Team Hogan. It's Hogan, Savage, Luger, and Sting with Jimmy Hart versus the Dungeon of Doom. Kamala, the Zodiac, the Shark, Mang with the Taskmaster. And, and of course, I wonder what what is that? Is that when Giant debuted? Was it at Fall Brawl? Hmm. I want to say yes. Paul White debuted because he was a month later. He was champion. Paul White. He won the title at uh, Halloween. Yes. Habit. Yes. The Giant did interfere, and he actually injured Hogan's neck. Oh, and it was supposed to be the Vader. What is that dog Mongo's holding? That's Mongo's dog wearing Mongo a devil a costume, Halloween costume. Originally, it was supposed to be Vader, Savage, Sting, and uh, Hogan, but then Vader got injured and Luger replaced him. Okay. So there you have it, Smarky. WCW Monday Nitro from 1995. The very first. Very first. Very first Nitro. Uh, Luger showing up. First shots fired in the Monday Night Wars. What'd you think? Honestly, it was it was. I mean, if my favorite thing was Sting Flair. Oh yeah, Duh. yeah, of course that was yeah that was the, that that was the best match of the night. The end is typical. I, re- I remember I, re- I, I remember Pillman and Lugan and Liger being a better better match, but I haven't watched this in a while, so yeah. it was an okay match. Yeah. Um, see, now I liked what they did at the end because, and like I said, it was still plenty of elements of WWF in Nitro during this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it right. wasn't until it wasn't until Hogan turned heel, which was about maybe like seven eight months after this, that it really changed. Really? Yeah, and that's when they started winning the ratings. I don't think they won their first ratings match. I think the first time they won the ratings was the Monday after Bash of the Bash Beach Night Six. Yeah, yeah. So it took him. So it took him about eight months, eight or nine months. Yeah, to to get to jump over to. I mean, it took a. The heel change heard around the the heel turn heard around the world. Yep. Well, don't worry, Smarky. We have a lot of a lot more WCW in store for you. So we're going to see the evolution and then the, the uh, I should say the rise and fall of WCW. Let me see because I have I have a chronologically. What's the next ordered. episode, man? Yeah, let me see. I have it chronologically ordered. I just have to go through my notes here, uh, Smarky. Smarks watches WCW. So the next thing I got on your list that you should watch is World War Three ninety five, which was I think the November pay per view of WCW, and then Starcade was December, and uh, so do you ever see in a World War Three match? No. Do you know what a World oh, War Three match is? That's Wait, not don't, a war, don't it's not a war games match. Oh, I don't even want to tell him. No, it's not a war. I don't want to tell him what a World War Three match is. Don't even tell him until he sees it. Oh yeah, that's gonna be awesome. He could always Google it. He could. No, I don't. I don't want to. Um, all right, all right, all right. So next thing, let's watch World War Three after this. We'll watch at the very least. We'll win. We'll watch the actual World War Three match at the very least. So I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm not looking at the match, but we have. Um, no, I don't want to actually watch it. Um, uh, if you look, if you look at the card, you'll there. Let me look at the card. I'm looking I'll at it you. now. 
Okay, well, I don't want you to see what like the World War Three match is because that's what the surprise is. Oh, all right, I won't do that then. Yeah, yeah the, the 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 main match is called World War as a World War Three match. Okay, I will look. Maybe, maybe. I mean, we got nothing going on over this thing. I know we're we're a pop network, but there's really nothing going on in sports or pop. So maybe we just go back to some wrestling for a little bit, guys. That's fine. So you know, like you said, we have the time. So let's watch it for next week, and. Uh... Maybe we'll have some other information to talk about, right. too. So here's the card. We can decide what matches we want to watch. You have a singles match for the WCW World Television Championship and the managerial services of the Diamond Doll. <laughs> uh, the Diamond Doll is Kimberly Page. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yep. D-D-P the champion, a uh, Diamond Dallas Page challenged the champion, Johnny B. Bad. I won't give you the uh, the winner. It's Mark uh, Marrow, right? Yep. And a and a taped fist match. Hacksaw Jim Duggan challenged Big Bubba Rogers, the big boss man. Oh, that's gonna be a good match. In a tag team match, uh, Bol Nakano and Akira Hokuto faced off against Mayumi Ozaki and Cutie Suzuki. There was a lot of random like Japanese wrestlers in WCW matches on the undercard. That was like a Bischoff thing. Mm-hmm. A singles match for the United States championship uh chris benoit challenged kensuke sasaki oh who had sunny ono as a manager um there was a singles match between randy savage and lex luger another sting flare match and then the world war three match which i won't tell sparky what it is so listen i'm not gonna lie to you like i'd be interested to see early ddp um I mean, I'm a huge Duggan fan, so... Nostalgia and you want to see Hacksaw yeah, versus... That would versus definitely Spock, be a yeah. fun match to watch. The Japanese, I mean, Bull Nakano is fucking awesome, though. You know, we do have the time. We could just watch the whole damn thing. That's yeah, there really, there, And there really isn't a bad match. There really isn't a card, like a match in the card that I'm, I'm like disinterested in. Right. And Benoit's on the card. Isn't that funny how that works? Luger Savage, Stain Flair. Like, yeah. Hold on, let me look how long this is. I got the network up. World War Three ran. I'm on the Wikipedia page. It ran. It doesn't say how long it ran. Oh, Probably wow. ran about two forty five. I would say maybe would three. Say oh. three hours. You mean typical a typical pay per view, not seven this hours was, bullshit. Right. This was definitely one of their. Uh, WCW definitely like stacked their big shows from like. September to March. Yep. So it's uh, actually all their pay per views are pretty big deal. Even their two summer pay per views were always big. So guys, it's crazy. Like so, in '94, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven pay per views in '94. Mm-hmm. In '95, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. There's nine. So they add two. So yeah, you're right. September's fall brawl. Well, Bash to the Beach is is July. Then Fall Brawl, then Halloween Havoc, World War Three, and then Starcade. So World War Three is two hours, forty minutes, and fifty-eight seconds. Okay. All right. So we can do that at some point this week. Yeah. Stay tuned, fam. Yes, fam. Yeah, fam. All right, guys. Well, listen. This was a fun episode. I'm glad we got to watch some old school wrestling. So, fam, if you guys have enjoyed episode sixty-eight of the fourth one please show your support by finding us on all social media that's facebook twitter and instagram at fourth wall cast that's the number four t-h-w-a-l-l-c-a-s-t and if you haven't already 
please go follow the Fourth Wall Pop Network on Twitter at Fourth Wall Pop. That's F O U R T H W A double L. Pop goes the weasel. Thank you. I was waiting for that, Doc. Uh, Doc, Smarky, this was fun. This is a whole lot of fun. I agree. Fam, I hope you guys enjoyed our fun watch along uh, segment today. Also, be sure to find the Pop Network on all your favorite podcast platforms. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Be sure to check us out every week. Check out our good brothers, Big Heck and Wade, as they bring you the Big Heck and Wade adventures each and every Saturday. And stay tuned for another show that yours truly might be bringing to the network uh, in the near future as well. So with that being said, please be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe and help us then grow and grow and continue to be your biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Once again, we are the Fourth Wall Cast, and we are here to make it pop. Goodbye and good night. And, and wash your damn hands. Fuck that. Stay the fuck home. And go watch some Tiger King. And watch oh. You said goodbye already. You already said goodbye. This is the post thing. I know. I'm saying goodbye to you. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going away. <laughs> I'm going away too, you guys. All right, All right. guys. I'll catch you later. See y'all later. Hey. Bye, clowns. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm closing the circus. Later, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Later. What's your issue? Oh, did you just fart? I did. Yes. I was holding that, that in the whole show. Wow. Next time, let her rip.